Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. Inspiration, insights, and ideas for your business and your journey. Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. I'm your host, Betsy Weersma. You know, today is the first day of the rest of your life, right? And you get to make the choices. You get to power up yourself by what you learn, who you meet, the stories you hear, and all the gooey juiciness of life. And you get to pick. And so we always make it here on Boost Power Podcast, uh, just a place to access amazing people and to hear their stories. Dr. Annika Sorensen is on our show today. And I'm so excited because she is from Sweden, like my great old days of traveling the world and getting to meet these international women. I'm so happy to have somebody so fascinating and exciting on the show. Welcome, Dr. Annika. Thank you so much. It's very nice to be here. Well, it's uh, Dr. Annika and I met through a networking organization called Be Connected. And I was kicking the tires on it because, you know, a, a lot of people say, do this, do that. And I said, I'm just going to see if I can meet some awesome people. And when Dr. Annika popped up, and it's almost like a business speed dating a little bit, you say, I want awesomeness is what I think I put in. And the first one was Dr. Annika. And I'm like, she did a TED talk. She's worldwide. She has all these projects and books. She serves humans with our same style of love that we all so believe in. So we're going to get to hear her story today. So um, Dr. Annika, you told me a little bit in the pre-show uh, about your interesting growing up. So tell all the listeners a little bit about your story. Yeah, where, where did you begin? I have, I'm Swedish. I've lived in Sweden all my life. I've moved from a couple of different places in, um, in this country. <clears throat> uh, at an early stage, I wanted to be a medical doctor. I did not get into uh, med, med school at once. So I tried to work in uh, Germany for half a year. Uh, I did not get into med school in Germany, so I got back to Sweden and uh, worked in Sweden for a couple of years until I, at the age of 29, started med school. All right. <laughs> and that was so much fun. And I was a laboratory technician during those years before, so med school was kind of, what do you say, easy? Oh, goodness. Say that. <laughs> Med school was easy. So see, she's a smarty. You, you know that, right? She's a smarty. Med school no, was I, easy. I had, I had the right job right before. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so preparation. That was good. Uh, so I went through med school and uh, then I was going to start working. And uh, I was supposed to be happy and everything was supposed to be fun and just growing. Uh, but then um, the worst case scenario happened in my life, right the same uh, summer that I was taking my med medical exam. Uh, I lost uh, two dear people in my life uh, within a week. Uh, I lost my brother. He had schizophrenia, so he had been ill for a long time. And he committed suicide. And then a week later, we lost our firstborn daughter. Uh, she was only 10 weeks old. And she had a severe, uh, what do you call it? 
genetic disease uh, illness that um, I mean she 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 could not live that was just the way it was so we lost those I lost those two within one week and uh, that was my start on my medical career wow I can't even imagine um, we have lots of people in our network that have been touched by suicide and we have lots of um, love and programs and things that we share with everyone because that in America is is very prevalent and uh, especially in our teenage population we've been having really a surge and um, it's it's been very scary and so we try to arm and alert all of our women and everyone we talk to about you know things to do to kind of be aware and try to help people if they see someone that's having that problem well goodness so how does a nice 29 year old uh finally graduate 34 by then 34 okay that, after that all your after i was there was five years of school in between okay a nice 34 year old like you even get up in the morning um with that much tragedy uh, in the beginning i didn't but i had help from people in the in my surroundings and they forced me to get out and get up and uh, and I at that time I realized that I had the power within myself if I uh, with the help that I that I could actually get on with my life so I started to work first half time and then uh, I also had one thing in my head, and that was to be pregnant again. And uh, uh, then I actually, I started working, I worked, uh, and uh, uh, I got pregnant again, and we we got an, uh, another girl. And since it was a genetic disease uh, illness, we had to, uh, we had a risk of 25% for each uh, pregnancy that it would be the same illness but I had the luck it was 75% uh, healthy child and we got a healthy child and we did that two more times so we have three healthy girls today oh that what well, good news I know everyone listening which just uh, is sitting with you in this story so three girls and and now today you're not 34 plus no. three girls. Um, so what, tell us just because we're girls and we want to ask things like this, tell us a little about your daughters and what they're doing in the world. Uh, well, they are grown-ups today. The 26-year-old, the youngest, she is a doctor. She's doing her internship right now with, with all the COVID patients. She's really in the middle of it all in a hospital. Uh, the middle one is uh, studied economics and she is an, uh, yeah, some kind of economy in a, she, she is hired. So she has a job Yay. <laughs> with that. And she also has a company on, on the side where she makes new clothes from old material. Oh, I need to, after we're done, we'll talk about that more because that's my favorite thing. So I want to know all about that. My daughter's in fashion design in Milan. So we are a family okay, that loves okay. that kind and, of stuff. Yeah. And uh, and then the, the oldest one, she is a musician. <clears throat> and she uh, she is uh, studied uh, singing. <clears throat> and she has choirs and she has singing pupils 
right now this the choirs are put down because they are not allowed to have choirs right now and uh, so she has right now a half time of a, a, a teacher for young kids in school wow and so. she has a daughter that's three and a half years old too so we have three big and one little girl well i'm sure you're awfully happy to uh, be a grandmother as yes. all my friends that are grandmothers just love spoiling their grandchildren and i love spoiling their grandchildren too because <laughs> my yeah. daughter's just 18 so yeah. i don't want to be a grandmother for a while no but i, I love, understand <laughs> i definitely love spoiling other people's grandchildren and children uh, yeah yeah we i i say today that i'm really lucky because i have four girls that i can make uh, uh, what do you say young and free and uh, to dominate the world yeah that's right to, <laughs> to empower them and and actually uh dr annika that's what the message is of all of us is like if we listen to each other we can figure out how to grow our youth and our other women and to give them tools to live their best life everywhere so I'm curious, and you told me part of this story, but you said that when you were young, you actually came to America and worked. And so yeah. why would you leave Sweden and come and work in America? Because I'm really curious because I think people listening are like, hey, there's a Swedish really cool doctor. Why does she want to help people in the world? Why would you do a TED Talk in America? So help us understand that because I think it's a cool part of your story. Yeah, well, I was I was 18. I was a mother's helper for a year. I wasn't even supposed to be able to work because, you know, but I was first in a family with a Swedish lady and an American guy, and they treated me like a slave. They were really mean. Oh, uh, after four months, I, I managed to get out of that, and it, that was four tough months, uh, especially for my for my mother. Yes. And no cell phones, imagine, right? No cell phones, yeah. no quick, easy way to call. And then uh, uh, I came over to a um, uh, to an all-American family with four kids. And I was treated like the oldest sister. I mean, I was 18 and the, young, the oldest guy or boy was 10. And then there was one eight and one five and one two-year-old. And I was there, I was part of the family and treated in a very, very nice way. And I still connect with them. And when we talk about the TEDx uh, that I did, I did that in Reading, uh, Pennsylvania, outside uh, Philadelphia, two years ago. And when I came over, I also stayed with one of the girls from my, from my American family who lives in uh, in uh, Washington DC and I also met with one of one of the boys from the family because he also lives in in um, in Washington DC so I I did I did connect I, I still connect uh, in a good way with all four of those kids yeah oh, I love that and you know I think I've been lucky to travel because of being a speaker 
And then my daughter, who would know that she ended up in high school on a ship, a tall ship at a Christian sand, Norway, because she found it on the internet and said, mom and dad, I can't sit in these boring classes anymore. I want to go to high school on a tall ship and go to 40 countries and see their cultures and change the world. Yep. <laughs> we were like, uh, okay, <laughs> let's try it. And, you know, so it's so cool to see the generations coming up where yeah. you were bold, you know, in the day to go to yeah. America. Yeah, in those days, it was not that common to, to travel at all. And uh, some people thought I was stupid. <laughs> well, and look, I was, I always loved to travel and I always loved to meet other people. And I think it's part of my medical being a doctor um, in, the, in the family practice kind of thing. So that's uh, where to meet people of all kinds. And that's what you'd meet in the world. That's right. And it makes you who you are and how you serve. So we're going to go to break. Dr. Annika Sorensen from Sweden, you're on the edge of your seat, came to America, treated bad by some not so nice people, got with some nice people, found a whole family in America, went back to save the world from her home in Lund, Sweden. And we'll be right back. You are listening to Boost Power Podcast with your host, Betsy Wiersma. We are part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Enjoy these true stories and proven business tips for your business and your life. Now, back to Boost. We are back. You're listening to Boost Power Podcast. And it's so fun today to make a new international friend. And I'm not kidding when I picture us in Sweden visiting, taking a walk, because we're going to get to that now, all of the great things she's going to tell us about stress management. But I so uh, love the days that I get to go and just meet fantastic women of the world and bring them to you uh, via videos and podcasts and who knows what else we will create. So Dr. Annika, so we got the backstory. Now you're launched, you built your family successfully, amen. So talk about your dedication after living through what you lived through to really helping the world understand stress and what we can do about it. Because it's every single person listening to this, if you said, do you know anything or do you feel stress? I think the global yelling answer would be yes. Yeah, that's how it is. But nobody really wants to talk about it because it's, um, and especially in the business world, it's a no-no because people think it's mental health, mental illness, but it's not. It's just part of life. We are born this way. Right. So go back. And because I loved when I reviewed your I know you have so many books, I didn't get to read all the books, but I did get to listen to your TEDx talk. So go back and talk about defining and understanding stress and what that response is. So everybody gets the context of some of the tips you're going to give us. Well, the context on where the stress system was built in us, say, 200,000 years ago. I mean, not on the hour, but... (laughs) Somewhere, something around there ish somewhere ish. around there ish and at that time we uh, we were made uh, human beings 
and the, uh, the surrounding that was the wild animals and we were living in caves and life was dangerous. And the system that was built for us was built for that world where you had uh, three kind of actions to do. That's the fight, uh, flight or play dead. And Light, fright, or freeze, I think we call it. Freeze. Yeah, that, that, and we say play dead, but it's, it's the same thing. And um, I usually say that that's the, uh, what do you call, version 1.0 of surrounding and 1.0 of human beings, our, us biological creatures. And then years went by and we, everything was the same. The surroundings changed a little bit over the years. And in the last, say, 100, 200 years, the surroundings have changed a lot. So you could say that the surroundings changed from version 1.0 to 2.0 to 3.0, 4.0, and maybe we are in 5.0 today, I don't know. It's an analogy that people usually understand <clears throat> because we talk about versions of these phones. Electronic point, devices or computer point. software. And even we talk about versions of ourself. This is yeah. Betsy, almost 6.0. <laughs> yeah. On the verge so of 6.0. <laughs> we can say that the, the world around us are, uh, say, 5.0, if you say that, or 0 0.0, that I would say. Uh, but biology has not changed a bit over these years. Nothing. Nada. Because that's a very, very, very slow process. <laughs> very, very, very slow. So I'd say that we are still version 1.0 or 1.0 as biological creatures living in a 5.0 world. And that's what we need to tackle. That's where the stress that we uh, see or believe that we have, uh, it's the disconnect between the world and us because we function the same way. And today it's not okay to, to, to beat up your boss because they demand something from you or run away from them or fall down to the floor and play dead. It's not okay. So you have to find other ways. And that's what I'm trying to help people to find out how they can do it. Yes. And the, the complication that I really see in my daughter's generation of so many choices, you know, you go, you think about the cave and you're going to either eat or sleep or maybe have fun talking. And then I look at my daughter who grew up in a world that in her palm of her hand was a device that delivered 24 seven, just input, no matter good, bad, whatever, her neck hurts from looking down because mm -hmm. she spent her life looking at this thing. Her eyes that are 18 now, I'm going to be really curious when she gets to 30 after staring at that small phone. So many things in that 5.0 in your reference environment are so complicated. Uh, yep. And the pace seems, at least what I notice in America from living in the Midwest and now living in the West, uh, the pace in different places is some even more intense than others. Yep. 
and that's that's uh, how it is. So that's what we have to tackle. So what do we do about it? Dr. Annika, help us. When we get stressed, when we have, I mean, it's the disability to do what we are supposed to do. That's what makes the stress hormones raise in our bodies. And the, the main thing to do is to take a break when you feel that it's too much. And the other thing is to accept that this is how it is. I can't do it. I can't, cannot do everything. I can only do so much. And sometimes I do more than I can do, but uh, I know it's not for forever because then I need to change something. Uh, and the, the, the big thing is to understand that this is how it is. That's the hardest uh, part for people to understand the mindset that they have to change to, to understand that I can't, I can't watch this for 24 hours. It's, I'm going to die. Right. So, so what I do is when I try to help people, uh, no, not try, but when I help people to understand how things are, I, you first have to discuss this, how, what's your mindset? What, what do you believe in? And if you don't want to change, then you, I can't help them and nobody else can either. And then I also talk about that you have to optimize your ability to, to handle life. And that is by eating right, sleeping right and moving your body. And that is to get the energy. And you have to get more energy than you have when you're stressed out because when you're stressed out, that takes a lot of energy. So you have to kind of build your, yourself up. And then when you do have the energy and you real, have realized this is it, then you can start changing those things that you need to change. And you need to change some things. I need to change other things and the other people need to change. So it's never a, a one size fits all for this. It's absolutely personal for every person so when people say that i did this and you just take this pill or you just do this and everything will be fine and you try to do that it's not going to help because that's not what you needed you need something else right very customized per the person it, exactly because we are individuals we are unique and we have different environment we everything i mean we are we are there's only one of you there's and your situation is that's what my husband says too <laughs> Matt, thank goodness there's only one of you betsy i don't know about your spouse but yeah there's a lot right here <laughs> So people I know are thinking, that sounds really smart. How do I understand this more? I know you have dedicated your life to educating and inspiring, not only with your TEDx talk, but talk about a little bit about your books and classes, and then we'll tell everyone how to find you. Because I think this, uh, this looking at that parallel from where we started in the cave with the fight and flight and not noting, that's the first time I've ever heard someone say, the biological human never changed that environment no. totally changed yep. and the acceptance of just quitting and saying stop 
you know, I'm dead, <laughs> I'm out, is totally wrong. So that was a huge light bulb for me, the way you explained oh, it really, really helped. And I did some, <laughs> then I did some good today. Well, you did good today, but you know, I've heard a lot of explanations for a long time, but that one just was like, no one has ever said that out loud that no, I have heard. And I try to figure it, I, I'm a person who likes to have it basic. This is, this is basic how it is. And people complicate things and they try it with all the different, different uh, explanations and then they start talking about you need this pill and that pill or that app or that app. And I say, no, you don't need anything. You have it all in here. Everyone has it right in here. Yes. You just have to work with yourself. And it goes back to that all the time. Yes. I have a phrase that I say, do not should on yourself. No, exactly. Because for me, every time I say, oh, I'm going to lose 10 pounds and I'm going to do that. I always then add the stress of adding all the crazy that what makes my hormones worse, which fights the ability. But if I say, big God, let's drink some water today. Yeah. Yay, let's walk. And take a break. Let's because breathe. Take a break and then your brain will be refreshed just by taking the break. So you don't overload it all the time. See, we have to go all the way. Are you listening, everyone? We have to go all the way to Sweden to get this figured out, okay? And that's why, that's why you're here today. So tell everybody how to find you, uh, the names of your books and kind of how your classes work. I, I have two books. Uh, one is called uh, Take Stress from the uh, Chaos to Calm. <clears throat> and that's a workbook. You follow a guy for six months uh, and... Um, what have what he does and i mean it's not one person but all stories are from real people <clears throat> but i put them together to make it a good whole story and so you follow for six months with all the tips and things that you can do along the way <clears throat> and the other one is called my de-stress diary and that's 52 effective tips one for each week of a year so you it's a pondering book for a year where you can um, look at the tip of the week and uh, see the question. And then there is room, if you have the physical book, you have your, there's room to write your own thoughts about it. See, those both sound really good. And, and it's, it's, uh, it's, it's more random. The, the tips are random. But yeah. if, I mean, if you do small changes, small steps every here and then, it's going to be affect you and you're going to feel better. Well, I, I, would, I would add a tip that I have started doing in the last probably three years that has helped me a lot, which is at night coming off my day, I end the day by reading some really nice, juicy, um, they're, for mine, they're Bible-based-ish, but not the only Bible, but like interpretations of really good calming things. I read two different books. I do some card decks where I am quiet and I pull some cards and kind of pray and contemplate. And then I pull out a blank journal and anything that's still in my head left over from the day, I put it on the paper and tell it it's leaving now. I am about to rest. Yeah. And it's amazing that that brain dump, like coming off a day, no TV, no phone, you know, just coming off yep. a day and having Perfect. this sway that I can read something uplifting that has nothing to do with work, be prayerful, 
pull these cards, which I think are fun because they're just different. They just give me something else to kind of be thankful for. And then dump, if I'm having a big day, dump onto that pad. And I look back and I say, that's where the book stew came from. That's where my class came from because I would have it in there and I dump it out, sleep, and be able to come back and revisit it. So um, I look forward to exploring your books. Tell everyone where to find you. I j just let me add to you yes. to, to, to your tip. Yeah. Uh, because that sounds perfect. And then I usually also tell people because they say I wake up in the middle of the night and I uh, remember something I need to do. And I say, have a small piece of paper right beside your bed and a pen, nothing else. Uh, and if you wake up in the middle of the night, you just write it down or a note about it, and then you have dumped it off, and then you can sleep good again. See? Look at that. We're internationally synchronized in bedtime ritual. I love that. Now tell everyone yeah. how to find you so they can watch your TED Talk just like me. Yeah, you can go to my website. It's uh, www.askdrannika.com. It's A S K D R. A-N-N-I-K-A.com. See, she's got a Dr. Annika like Oprah. See, she's got a one thing yeah. like Gandhi, <laughs> Oprah, Dr. Annika. See, she's a big thing. Big deal. Now, um, she's been warned about this. We always pick this card at the end and it's random. So I don't control this. So people that love to be prepared, they don't get to be prepared. And if she was live, she'd be juggling this deck herself. So I'm going to show this to her first. Oh, this so is exciting. You, you have to read it. I will. It's um, you got this angel called next. And she's um, it, she is very special to me. She was the second angel I ever did. And um, the question is, um, it's called next. It's like, what are you taking into the world? It says next into the world. And the question is, list some exciting dreams. So for time's sake, what is on your agenda now? You've done the TEDx, you've traveled the world, you've got this big brand. What What is in your heart? What are you working on right now? Uh, well, I am working on the, an online course. Uh, it's I'm going to start the process in the end of January because I have already set time with somebody. Uh, and uh, then I am going to grow my speaking as much as I can. I have a big, pro I have a big project ahead, but I can't talk about it. <laughs> a secret, so you have to stay tuned. Maybe we'll do a backup episode on the other side of the announcement. That would be really fun. All right. So good. More content, more service, and I'm going to add. I'm guessing time with your beautiful girls and granddaughter. That's I would put that at the yeah, top of that absolutely. list. Absolutely. They are all. They are always. They all live close by, so we meet them every now and then. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being an international guest on Boost Power Podcast. As I said, today is the first day of the rest of your life, and we hope this podcast brings uplifting ideas, new people, great stories, a little bit of entertainment, and some fun, because that is what we're all about. We're part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women with a voice for insights, ideas, and on purpose for good. Please, please, on your favorite podcast app, just subscribe so you know that every week you will get a new Boost Power podcast and you can go back and find eight seasons of content because we have been in this world celebrating these stories for a while and we are just going to keep rocking on thank you for listening today i am your host betsy weirs 
Thank you for listening to Boost Power Podcast and plugging into stories from the journey of business and life. Our music today is by singer-songwriter Megan Burt. We are recorded at Cinder Sound Studios and we're part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network. Women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Learn more at globalsisterhoodpodcastnetwork.com.